Hi, and welcome. Buckle up for a new episode of Beyond the Green Line, the only podcast hooking you up for a virtual coffee date with some of the leading change makers, industry experts, and everyday activists in environmental and agricultural sciences. So pop in your headphones, go for a walk, and get ready for inspiration, ideas, insights, and real-life stories beyond the green line we balance along. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Beyond the Green Line podcast hosted by Moss Environmental. I'm your host, Elizabeth Ogushate, and with me here today is my first ever guest on this show, Ola Bankes Baru. She is the founder of Cyrus 45 Factory in Nigeria, which focuses on converting non-biodegradable wood into bespoke and ultra-modern through innovative and creative upcycling. Ola Banker is the 22 Top Outstanding Young Persons Awards in Business, Entrepreneurship and Economy. And her business, Cyrus 45, also bagged the ACE Award for the Best Eco-Friendly Product in 2018. Hello, Ola Banker. It's really nice to have you on this episode. Hello, Newspace. It's really nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you so much. Now, before I move forward, I just want to know what you would like to be called, because I know your full name is Ola Banke. So would you prefer Ola or Banke or, you know, which one? Banke is fine. I like Banke. Banke is fine. Awesome. Yes. So first of all, I must say you have one of the best eco-friendly businesses that I've ever seen or heard of, which is upcycling non-biodegradable waste into beautiful modern furniture particularly tires because yeah that was how I came across your profile on the internet so I just want to know how this journey started because it is kind of like a rare business you know I checked your profile and I realized that you've been artistic um right from <laughs> being a child yeah. um so can you just tell us how this you know you've been artistic how did you develop this eco-friendly business how did it relate why did you decide to go into this business first of all thank you so much that's like an honor for you to say like <laughs> My brand is one of the best eco-friendly brands you've come You're across. Yeah. So I feel very touched by that. My heart <laughs> is warmed. How did I actually start my business, Cyrus 45? So I like to say that, I mean, if you've listened to any of my other interviews, I like to say that entrepreneurship found me. I didn't plan mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur. You know, I used to work in 95. I used to be in advertising. Wow. And but while I was doing that, I already um, started Cyrus 45. And for me, I've always been an artistic person, like you rightly said, from when I was small. It's yeah. it's an innate thing for me, you know. So I'm a creative person and I currently would like to call myself a creative disruptor. And for me, how I started Cyrus 45, it was a thing of opportunity. So I was working as a blogger in uh, 2016 oh. and I was living with my big sister at the time. I was still a single girl, not married, you know, just trying to figure out life and yeah. everything. <laughs> I remember her neighbors, they had a pile of 20 used tires that they wanted to throw away. And I recall I was just intrigued by, by the tire waste. Don't ask me why I was intrigued. I'm, I'm that kind <laughs> of person that, <laughs> I'm that kind of person that the weirdest things intrigue me. And because I have always loved to revamp old items, you know, it's not just tires. Even when I was younger, I used to revamp my old earrings, my old um, jewelry into new things, my old clothes, anything that's old. I just believe that there's still value in those things. So I've always been a revamper, an upcycler, but I never knew that was the terminology. I just knew I just love to do those things. 
So I told them to give the talents to me and I, I searched on Google thanks for thanks to technology. And I saw that, you know, online people were doing tire tables in European countries, right. you know, in America. And I'm like, oh, so it's a thing because when I saw the tires, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh, the tire is round. If you put wood under the tire, like next, you can make a table. So when I searched Google and I saw that, oh, it's actually a thing. And, you know, I wasn't crazy, crazy. <laughs> thinking of such, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, let's try and make a tire table. But when I yeah. even did that, I didn't actually plan to make it into a business. I just wanted to do it for the sake of art, you know, yeah. and for the sake of preserving that waste material, you know, prolonging the life rather than not preserving it. And that's how I started it actually. I just, wow. I was thrown into it. <laughs> that is so interesting. Thank you. Yeah. So is it difficult? Like since you've already started the business, right? Is it now difficult to continue to get these tires to, to upcycle? How do you, how do you get tires? Do you buy new tires or <laughs> how do you get them? Really? Never, never, ever, ever. We, we don't buy new tires because if we yeah. do buy new tires, it would defeat the purpose of the business. One, very true. Two, yeah. it would definitely affect our pricing because new tires are not cheap; they're expensive. So that means our furniture pieces will be so expensive that I don't even think the average person can afford to buy them. So we definitely do not buy new tires. We upcycle through and through a hundred percent. Now, how do we get our tires? And yeah. we we're asking. Um, you asked if we can still easily get tires. Yes. Yeah. You know. Um, according to, I think, a research of oh, 2020 or 2021, globally, we generate about 1.5 billion tires. Wow. Yeah, annually. That's wow. every year. So just imagine, and that's like, you know, around the world. And in Nigeria alone, I think it's about 100 million annually. So wow, if, that's a lot. <laughs> if, exactly. So yeah. trust me, the, the resource is there. The waste material is there. It's always there because we have people buying cars every day. It's not like I said, well, there's, a, there's a new transport system. People are we prefer to walk or the like. People are buying cars. And when you buy cars, that tire waste is definitely an add-on or definitely yeah. something that comes along with it because you change your tires every, maybe every year or every six months and you have yeah. to throw away the old one, yeah. you know, the old ones rather. So for us, we source from the roadside. You know, we do cleanups at, at Cyrus 45 factory. So we have like uh, monthly cleanups sometimes. Or just, you know, we just plan cleanups and say, okay, we go to this community and clean the environment and pick up used tires and then we convert them to furniture pieces. We get, we get people that come to us and give us their old tires and motorists that want to change their tires. So people that know about our business and they are intimated about what we do. So they say, oh, so for the pipe factory, we have Mm -hmm. tires. So come and carry your tires. So please, you know, we also buy sometimes from falconizers. Because yeah. sometimes we have cases where we have bulk orders where we have to like produce um, a lot of furniture pieces, let's say for a hub, and we need a lot of tires. When we have bulk orders, we definitely buy from organizers for as low as 50 naira per tire. And yeah, these are the ways we get tires. So we get them from, and sometimes we go to in, you know, landfills. So there's a landfill in Nigeria here called Ulushoso. It's okay. at um, Ojot, Oregon side, leading to Ojota, which is okay. in Lagos. Mm-hmm. And there is a big landfill where you find all sorts of waste, food waste, all kinds of plastic waste. And yeah. then you get tires sometimes. So I work with the scavengers, the collectors there, and then we get tires from there. So those are the different channels easy. through which yeah. we get our tires from. Yeah. yeah. It sounds quite easy because I was just wondering where do you get <laughs> you know, a lot of tires from? Yeah. That's why I just had to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So aside tires, are there any other products that you can use to make these furniture? How 
Or have you have you considered using other non-biodegradable waste products to make furnitures? Yeah, I mean, I remember when I first started, my vision for Cyrus for Twilight Factory was to definitely explore other kinds of non-biodegradable waste because mm-hmm. I know that, and I'm sure you also know that, you know, being an environmentalist, that yeah. non-biodegradable waste is they're like one of the um, most difficult waste materials to get rid of because they don't they don't decompose on time. You know, it's very yeah. tough for them to disintegrate. And mm-hmm. if we don't see like develop ways to tackle them, they will definitely be like a serious uh, menace to the environment. Yes. So we definitely try to explore glass, um, glassware. Mm-hmm. And for us with glass bottles, we did some prototypes of turning them into interior pieces like lamps. But you know, wow. you know how when you're experimenting, sometimes you fail, it doesn't work out. So we did, we even partnered with another brand you know, yeah. and it just didn't work out the way we wanted it to work out, even though right. the idea was amazing. You know, it yeah. didn't work out. So I know you can definitely explore glass, glassware mm-hmm. to turn it into, maybe not furniture, but furnishings like lamps. Uh, but yeah. furniture pieces, since I speaking, I have not explored anything apart from tires, but I know that we can actually turn plastic into, yeah. because I mean, we have plastic chairs anyways, so we can turn plastic into chairs. And, but I have not explored that. I just stick to tires for now. Because, yeah. Are you willing to explore um, what that so, means? Um, because, <laughs> it, well, I'm not willing to. It's like this for me. It's a bit, it's a bit um, I'm on the fence about it because, like I said, when I was t- um, first introducing myself, I'm a creative disruptor. And I like yeah. to explore things that people haven't explored before. I like mm. to disrupt spaces. So right now, I know a lot of are using plastic to do different things. I haven't really seen people trying to um, upcycle plastic into furniture pieces, yes. Yeah. But I know of a, of a friend who has a brand that um, produces plastic sheets. And those plastic mm-hmm. sheets, um, recycled plastic sheets, they are made from pet bottles, um, um, pet um, bottle covers and the likes, and they turn them to furniture pieces. So for now, yes. I feel like I just want to tackle like one problem at a time. And for me, tires right now is my focus. That's your focus, right? Probably, yeah. That's like, uh, that's where yeah. I think I just want to focus because I don't want to just put, like, just try different things at the same time. I was just how I can solve this well and then probably just focus on that. Since on I mean, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a great idea. That's a really great idea. So I have another question for you, which would be, have you heard of the term tire fires? I just actually looked up on the internet like last week and then I found this term tire fires. Have you heard about it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I have heard about tire fires. Um, I have an idea, I have an inclination as to what they are. Because, so you know, tires are uh, highly combustible, highly, highly. And one of the reasons why it's important for us to like sort our waste, particularly mm-hmm. when they end up end up in landfills. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I think I like what we do, that is by going to landfills to pick up tires, because when these tires interact with some of the waste materials that are in the landfill, these waste mm-hmm. materials they emit some gases, some very, very flammable gases. So when mm-hmm. they when they're there for a while, they can actually start a fire. And because yes. fires are high combustible, mm-hmm. meaning that the fire can be so raging that it's hard to control. It's how would I put it now? Like the tire, the fire, the fires can be so bad wild, that yeah. it's exactly thank you. Like raging, they yeah. run wild. So yeah. because of that, it's very important to ensure that you know, even if you're going to dispose of your tires, like you know, you sort them in a way that they don't interact with this waste materials that emit those gases. 
because mm. once it starts this tire finance, basically. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. I was just surprised when I saw it because I know that, you know, in Nigeria, they burn tires and even in other countries as well, they burn these tires. And obviously that's not very good to the ozone layer, you know? So yes, they do burn tires in Nigeria and other countries as well. So it's really good to know that tires now can be used for more reasonable things, you know, rather than burning them or just leaving them in landfill. So thank you again. You're welcome. From your profile again, sorry, I had to do a lot of <laughs> research on your profile. Oh, no, it's good. Yes. It's good to research on who you're really talking to. Exactly. So you are a graduate of foreign languages. That's French, which I really admire, by the way, because I can't speak Thank French you. to save my life. And that's funny. I can't speak French. <laughs> you know, we actually learned French right from primary school, you know, in Nigeria now. Yeah learned French every step of the way, you know, all, but I still can't speak anything. So I just want to know if, if you have used this French language, because I believe you would have had some interviews, you know, international interviews and all of that. So have you, have you used this French language? Yeah. Just, I just want to know, really, I'm just curious. (laughs) Yes. I actually did use my French degree when I was advertising. Um, I was privileged to work as a liaison you know, mm. to broker some deals yeah. between my advertising company and, you know, some brands, you yeah. know, because, you know, they had branches in French countries. So I had the privilege of using the language to speak. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. I, I have used it to interact with brands when I was in advertising. As for now that I'm an entrepreneur, I don't really use it as much because, well, I, I mean, the opportunity hasn't really presented itself. But I know I, I have definitely, when the occasion arises, definitely I just step up yeah, and yeah. speak the French. I need to, yeah. All right. I'll just put you on the spot now. Can you say something to us in French? Just something really, <laughs> really easy. <laughs> okay. Bonjour. Bonjour tout le monde. Je, je m'appelle. Je suis très, très heureuse d'être ici. Oh, wow, 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 wow. I think I heard good morning. My name is Ola Banke. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> That's all I heard. <laughs> all I said was I'm very happy to be here. Thank you very oh, much. That's what awesome. it is. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. So I'm just really curious, right? Because I feel like your mind works like very creatively every single hour of the day. <laughs> Well, <laughs> don't argue with me. I know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So if you're not, you know, thinking creatively, if you're not working, if you're not trying to think of how to upcycle this into this, what do you do to take a break? How do you chill? Yeah. Hmm. So the primary way I chill, believe it or not, is to sleep. I sleep a lot. Same. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> I sleep a lot. So it's between sleeping and watching movies. Like even okay. prior to this call, I was watching a movie. Oh, so really? I do watch a lot of, yes, because I'm an entertainment buff. I'm also a movie buff. So I love yeah. to watch a lot of movies and I love to sleep. Like Amazing. sleep is, is like my best friend. <laughs> I tell people I love to sleep as well. So and watch People movies. might not see it as a, as a way to, you know, spend your, your leisure time. Yeah. But it seems actually a way, particularly with what I do. So when I have the time to rest, I ensure I rest well so that when work comes, I am rejuvenated and refreshed. And I also uh, play games. I like to play games and I like to dance. Mm. 
Nice, really. Yes, <laughs> that's interesting. Yes, so I've I've checked your you know your on your Instagram, and I see that you actually doodle recently. Yes. Like that is that new? Is that a new addition to the Cyrus Forty Five business, or yes. have you always loved doing it? Yes, it's a new addition because at the moment, um, Cyrus Forty Five is now what we've done recently is to make it an umbrella brand for nice. two other expressions of mine. So we now have mm-hmm. an interior company that does, does full interior. Wow. And now we also have the Dudbing company, which focuses on artsy stuff like wall murals, murals, and then painting on bags, artsy bags, artsy shoes, painting on shoes and the like. Oh, wow. And I've always, like I said, I'm a creative disruptor. I'm a creative yep. generally. Yep. So I believe <laughs> things come to me, creative things come to me naturally. I, I mean, it's, this is not me bragging. It's just, it's me. It's all right. It comes it's to me effortlessly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I find myself in a space where when I'm thinking of a solution, the way I, my perspective or the way I, I tackle, tackle the problem is through creativity and innovation. Mm. So I don't come from probably an analytical point of view or a strategic point of view. I come from a creative point of view. Okay, how can we creatively solve this? And that's how I find myself having these different expressions like the geography that I do right now yeah. and the interior business. Yeah, mm. I think being creative is like, is a very special skill because not everyone can get as creative. For example, <laughs> myself, I can't even draw anything. I can't. <laughs> is that bad? Is that bad? Like, It's not bad. No, it's not bad that you can't draw. Not everybody yeah. can draw. I mean, yeah. I can't sing and I really love to sing. So well, I, I can't sing. Great voice. <laughs> so you see, but um, I would like to, I would like to just um, correct that notion that when you're creative, the only thing that you can do or, or creatives are the people that can draw. No, mm. funny enough, you might be a creative and you might not know about it. Creativity mm. is not just about drawing or, or painting or I don't know. True. Creativity can be, can be just, it, it can actually be the way you view things. It doesn't have to be you drawing or you sewing or you being a fashion designer. It can be expressed in different ways. So I don't think that you might not be, you might be creative, but you might not just know it. That's just Well, I would love to find out. Exactly. <laughs> I love to find it's out. It's just what the I'm way you, you handle things. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So the doodling, well, I think you've answered because I was going to ask you if it's, if it's related to the Cyrus 45 company in any way. And like you said, it's a part of, the Cyrus 45 company is part of the interior designing that you do. So I have the interior company, which yep. is Cyrus 45 Interiors. And then I have the painting company, which is Dodo Wafi, which caters to arts and painting. Amazing. Amazing. Do you uh, doodle on tires as well? I mean, when you make the tires into furniture pieces, do you doodle on them? Do you? Um, yes, actually. Um, so we've done just, I think, two two pieces where we we got a request from a client to actually doodle on on them. And this was before I actually set up the tutorial graphic oh, But for wow. now, we've taken a, a, a break or a step back on production in Cyrus 45, generally that's Cyrus mm-hmm. 45 factory. So we've already been producing from Jefferson's as, as we should or as we want to because of several factors, environmental factors, out the country I'm currently in, Nigeria, you know, the environment. Mm. But definitely once we kickstart it again, it, we, it's definitely one of the things we want to try to explore. New designs that involve art. Because I don't even refer to my furniture pieces as furniture pieces. I refer to them as artworks. <laughs> as you know, artworks. Art nice. Yeah. 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 
Well, that's really good to know. Um, like you. you said at the beginning, you were doing a nine to five, right? So when you switched to being an entrepreneur, what's the greatest achievement so far? What's your greatest achievement? I would say my greatest achievement so far is actually sustaining Cyrus 45 to wow. wait. Well, not me, God, but through me. Yeah. How many years have we done now? How many um, years? We're going to be five now? years, funny enough, wow. in, in December this year. Wow. I can't even believe I'm going to I actually. Wow. <laughs> it's blowing my mind. We're going to be five years. And the reason That's why I see, years. I mean, we've won several awards, we've been recognized, we've won some grants and lights, and those things are good. But the reason why I'm going to list that as my greatest achievement is because mm. I'm proud of how far I come as a person and as an entrepreneur. I remember I've done several businesses in the past. This is not my first road. Really? You know, I used to make handbags. I used to make handbags oh. with Ankara leather. I learned yeah. that during my NYSC. I started doing that. I used to make handmade cards and sell. Oh. I used to make jewelry and sell. Creativity. Anything exactly. So I did. But the, yeah. the thing about those businesses that I, I always started, but I eventually I stole the towel. I used to stop. I was just like, oh, oh. I'm more interested again. So I'm proud of myself that I was able to do this for almost five years now. And it's it's a it's a big deal for me because I get bored easily, I get tired. Yes. So for me to be able to do something as tasking as upcycling, it's not imagine. an easy business. You know, sometimes uh-huh. we enter the gutter, pick up tires from there. Wow. You have to wash spirogera from tires we have to deal with street chains when we go to the landfills you know it's a lot of like interfacing with also my artisans the carpenters i work with a lot of work yes. because of language barrier we need to them speak you know of their indigenous languages so yes. the real time I'm trying, I'm trying to communicate when i'm trying to talk about side so imagine that kind of like you know those obstacles Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing this. I feel like that's my greatest achievement so far. Wow, you should be proud. You should I be am proud. proud. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well, it's been really interesting to know that there is an upcycling business. Just to ask, would you have any advice for someone who's trying to kind of upcycle waste products into furniture pieces or any other thing that anyone could be thinking of? Is there any advice you would like to give someone? Okay, so if it's for personal use, my advice yeah. would be please definitely upcycle. Funny yeah. enough, a lot of us already upcycle, but we don't know that that's what it's called. Like I said, I used to do that when I was younger, but I never knew what's called upcycling. For us here in Nigeria, you know how to say African moderns, they won't throw away their takeaway pack and put, <laughs> yes. say, in the ice cream top that is empty, they'll put soup inside. That's exactly. upcycling because you're not throwing away the, the, uh, the, plastic. the plastic, you're using it again and again and again. So I would say definitely do that because yeah. you're going to be saving the environment. You're going to be contributing to the reduction of environmental pollution caused by, by um, non-biodegradable waste like tires and the likes. You know, yeah. find ways to adopt an eco-friendly lifestyle, you know. Mm. So in your household, you don't even have to start a business to definitely True. join the climate action cause. You yes. can start with, you know, your home. Yes. Little things like ensuring that, you know, you don't put on all your lights, you know. Ensuring that you probably have an inverter system as opposed to having a generator, you know, mm. and instead of using your car every time. I mean, Nigeria is not the best transport system, but yeah. you can try to just, you know, take the bus, walk if your office is not too far from your home. You know, yes. Things like that. So that's my advice for that part, you know. Yeah. And then if you want to start as a business, get ready to be patient. If you want to upcycle wow. as a business, you, you, you get, you're going to need a lot of patience. You're going to need a lot of perseverance. 
you're going to need a lot of creativity also because that's why upcycling is called waste to art because you have to think of artistic ways to upcycle or convert these waste materials into new products. You know, with recycling, it's easy. You just take the waste material, put it in a machine, shred it, and sell to people that need to remake. Exactly. But mm-hmm. with upcycling, it's very tedious because you're going to become a product designer. Because I'm thinking of how to create a new product from a waste material oh, without waste, shredding yeah. it or destroying it. So it's a lot of work. If you're going to do it, no problem, but ensure that you're ready for the ride because it's a very long and hard and tedious ride. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Well, I, I'm, I'm not even sure how you entrepreneurs, you know, run this business thing because I feel like it's it's way harder than, you know, having a nine to five. Well done. Well done. You're doing well. Thank um, you. <laughs> we are really proud of you. Thank you. All right. So um, it's been really exciting to hear about how you upcycle tires into modern furniture pieces. I'm pretty sure someone listening out there is very inspired by that. Thank you so much, Franke. Thank you for also being a guest on this show, for being my first guest. (laughs) That's really exciting to have. I know, right? (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. It's been an amazing time with Banke on this episode. Just knowing how her mind works creatively, to upcycle waste products, particularly tires, into beautiful pieces. And I must emphasize that beautiful because actually beautiful modern pieces that could be used in our offices and our homes. How amazing is that? Also, remember that creativity is not just about knowing how to draw or how to paint or how to write a book. It could also be as little as upcycling or recycling items in your homes. This will help you reduce your carbon footprint and also reduce the amount of waste that would normally go into our landfills. So thank you so much for tuning in today on Beyond the Green Line podcast. I've been your host, Elizabeth, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Green Line, brought to you by Moss Environmental. Subscribe to our podcast for your weekly invitation to join the conversation. Until next time, keep thinking green.